Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. This is Gary Neron welcoming you to the Lamp and Light broadcast, coming to you from the studios of Central Baptist Church in beautiful Ocala, Florida. Lamp and Light is a ministry taking a book of the Bible verse by verse, teaching as it is to men as they are, without compromise or apology, speaking the truth in love, and our purpose is to give the lamp and light to all. Last week in our study of Hebrews chapter 10, we discussed how a person will be held accountable for attending a church that is not aligned with Scripture, and that person never questioned the leadership about why they did not preach God's Word and its doctrine. Let's continue with that subject today. Now, here is our teacher and pastor, Dr. Andy Bloom. Not only is this a command from God, but we see it has a direct connection with verses 23 and 24. He said about not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the matter of some is. So the opposite of faithfully attending of not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together is spasmodic attendance. You know what this tells us? It tells us that even back in that early church, they were beginning to have the problem of those who were part of the assembly not attending faithfully. How could they stir one another up, be an encouragement, and provoke unto love and good works, if they are not there. Now, some today try to tell you, it matters not where you attend, so long as you attend church. Well, let me tell you something. That is not true. And I'll go further to say, that is a lie of the devil. A Christian will be held accountable for the type of church he attends and supports. If its worship is corrupted with the world, your attendance and your financial support helps it to continue, and it mocks our God. Now, unfortunately, there are parents today who, very tragically, given to their teens in this matter. Well, man, the music's over there, and boy, I'd just be faithful to church, and I'd love church and, and do spiritual things if we would go to that church and the parents give in. Some, well, my grandfather went to this, and his father went to there, and, and my parents went here, and so I'm not leaving this church. Well, my friend, when you're held accountable for God, your your excuses will not hold any water at all. And the Bible does tell us to come out from among them and be separate. And if your church is wrong doctrinally, it's bringing in the worldly music, then it's time to ask God where he wants you to go. Now, you may go in and share with the pastor that... You believe that it's wrong. The music, the lack of Bible teaching, and other things. And he may say, boy, I'm glad you come in to tell me that, and we're going to change that around. Then you stay there, and then you encourage him. 
But if he tells you, well, this is the way we are and this is the way we're going to be, get out. Get out. Come out from among them. Don't be a part of the apostasy of the last days, which remains religious, has the form of godliness, but denies the power of the holiness of God. A true believer will not fellowship with modernists and liberals, and he will not support a church whose monies go to support college professors and others who deny infallibilities of God's word, or they deny the deity and the doctrine of Christ. Again, God instructs us, come out from among them. We're reminded of the Apostle John who said in 1 John 2, they went out from us because they were not of us. Now, to walk together, Amos tells us, we must be agreed. And the agreement must always, 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 without fail, be upon the word of God. My friend, never have any Unity that in any way compromises or neglects God's word. Now, that's important. Let me repeat it. Never have any unity with that which in any way compromises or neglects God's word. Now, he uses here the word in verse 25, together, assembling ourselves to gather. Together in the Greek, grasp this. It's not merely getting together for corporate worship, and it's not a solitary or an occasional act. The tenor of the language is speaking of commitment to the assembling. The assembling of believers is an outward indication of an inner condition. If a man's faith cannot get him to church where the Bible is preached and Christ is exalted, sin is condemned. If a man's faith can't get him to a church like that on a faithful, regular basis, it makes me wonder if it will get him to heaven. Now, assembling also is an encouragement to your fellow believers. It's an encouragement to the pastor. It's a testimony to those who are unsaved about you, to your neighbor. Your neighbors know, boy, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, you're going to see that car pull out and it's going to church. If it doesn't pull out to head to church, let's go visit and see if he's sick. He's faithful. Let me say this. In heaven, we're going to have group worship. Revelation 19, 1 through 10 is an example of that. My friend, you will not participate in that worship if you're not there. Likewise, if you're not here in your Bible-believing church, you cannot participate either in the fellowship and worship that God so desires and wants with all of his heart. Now, I know someone, again, due to health or other legitimate problems, will feel bad. But that is the exception for the ones who cannot come. God knows that situation. What we are addressing here is that generally, not the exception. We're talking about the general. And by the way, we really are not scriptural today in this matter of 
our church attendance. In the Bible day, as we read the book of Acts and the church was formed, they met daily, not just Sunday and Wednesday. They met daily. Sunday was a special day because it was the time they collected the offerings, the tithes and offerings. It was also a time they set aside the entire day to worship God. Instead of going about their daily jobs and work, they would take that time to dedicate it unto the Lord. It wasn't a time for sports. It wasn't a time for hobbies. It wasn't a time for other things of this life. But instead, it was a time, a day of rest set aside to contemplate and think on the Lord and his word and our relationship and service with him. Again, we're told here in verse 25 to exhort one another. Exhorting is the word used. With this coming right after not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, it is giving us a specific thing. In other words, if you go to church where the word is preached, as it is to men as they are, the music is Christ-honoring instead of flesh-honoring, then go out of your way to exhort others to come. Not just that you go yourself, but exhort others to come. Let me encourage you, if your church has a track with its name on it, boy, take it with you. When you go into a restaurant, invite your waitress or your waiter to to come to your church. As you go out and you meet people in business in your daily life and you talk to them, have those tracks with you and invite them to your church. Most often these tracks have a plan of salvation in them, and what a wonderful thing to tell them about how much you enjoy your church. You'd really like them to have the enjoyment you get from it, and let them see the times your church meets on the track, and then they open it up and they see the way of salvation. And by the way, people do get saved through reading tracks. Now again, the word is exhorting. It's not a one-time thing. It is a do it over and over again. In other words, exhorting one another should be a spiritual habit in the believer's life. Not just a one-time thing, but a spiritual habit. Again, this comes from the Greek word parakaleo. The word paraclete is used of the Holy Spirit. It is to call to one side. It is to be there to lift them up and help them to go in the right direction. So if that's what the Holy Spirit does for us, then when you're filled with the Holy Spirit and led of the Holy Spirit, as a Christian, you'll lift up and help brethren to go in the right direction. And it's not only exhorting one another. But so much the more as you see the day approaching. What day? Judgment day. In other words, if you believe the rapture is near, this is what God wants to find you doing when he comes. Faithful, exhorting one another. That faithfulness and that exhorting, you're doing it because you have an optimistic faith. You believe in the promises of God, and you know he will reward those things. He said, so much the more. You know, that word so is an emphatic word. As we see the day approaching, the Bible 
preaching church should be even more so attended than the early church in faithful attendance and exhortation to one another because we're closer to the rapture. Now, this may be showing us that the persecution will be great in the last days and and we'll need to encourage and lift up one another unto love and good works, encouraging one another to hold fast the doctrines of the Word of God, and don't give in to the compromising churches, the new evangelicals, along with the liberals, and those others who are Bible deniers. Be faithful. Be faithful. This is then showing us that we cannot be spasmodic in our church attendance and be a good Christian in God's eyes. Now, have you ever thought of that? But that's exactly what this is teaching us. I hope you realize this. It's showing us that you cannot be spasmodic in church attendance and be a good Christian in God's eyes. Now, I'm not saying faithful attendance makes you a good Christian. This is your radio pastor, Pastor Andy Bloom, saying, May the Word of God be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your pathway today. We want to thank you for listening to the Lamp and Light broadcast. If you would like a CD copy of today's message by Dr. Bloom, send us your name, mailing address, and include the radio station by which you are listening and the date of the broadcast. We would appreciate a gift of $5 to Lamp and Light broadcast, 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, Ocala, Florida, 34471. You may also visit us on the website and freely download the sermons by clicking on the Sermon Library. That website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. Again, the address for the Lamp and Light broadcast is 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, O-C-A-L-A, Florida, 34471. And again, our website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. This is your announcer, Gary Neron, saying, May God's peace be with all that are in Christ Jesus. Stand so the hills may tumble, it will firmly stand when the earth shall crumble. I will plant my feet on its firm foundation for the Bible stands. I will plant.